just come to New York and try it out for yourself. It's an iconic city. People love or hate New York for a reason. And any place that polarizes people so much is an interesting place that you need to come and experience for yourself. Welcome back to NYC Local Guides. I am your host, Jennifer O'Brien, and I interview New Yorkers from creatives to CEOs and everyone in between. For more NYC resources like ebooks and videos, visit nyclocalguides.com. If you've ever wondered what it takes to be a New Yorker or just want to hear some crazy stories, keep listening. This is a Brooklyn bound two express train. The next stop is. So I'm sitting down with Onika Raymond, Onika the Traveler, and you are one of the OG bloggers, and we have actually met in on a trip in Frankfurt, Germany, and since then, I have learned so much from you. You are an amazing traveler. You have lived in New York City the past couple of years, and you just had a baby in New York. It's a very big part of your identity, even though you're not from here, so I'd love to talk more. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on, Jen. I really appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. So first, let's start out with you know, that question of where are you from and, you know, what do you identify yourself as? Oh my goodness. So I have lived in so many different places over the years. I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada. So I spent my childhood and, you know, young adulthood in Toronto, Canada. And, but ever since I've been an adult, I've lived in so many different places. So it's difficult for me, I guess, not to say where I'm from, but it's difficult for me to kind of say where I consider home. Yeah. So you currently reside in Long Island City. What made you choose Long Island City in New York? Yes. So I came to live in New York nearly four years ago now. And this whole time that I've been here, I've lived in Long Island City. Uh, the reasons for living here are really practical. Basically, my husband works right across the water in Manhattan. And Long Island City is right across the water from Midtown Manhattan and Grand Central Station, which is basically where he works. So that's why we chose to live here initially. But I've fallen in love with Long Island City just because it's really clean. We're right on the waterfront. It's gorgeous. They have really nice properties here. And it's nice to be close to the hustle and bustle of Manhattan without actually being in Manhattan. And that's what I really appreciate about Long Island City, the accessibility, but yet it's still separated. Uh, And that's why I'm a huge proponent of this neighborhood. I love that so much. What are some of your favorite hidden gems in this neighborhood? Well, I feel as though Long Island City doesn't have much hidden anymore. It's become (laughs) really popular, mainly due to the new ferry system that uh, opened up, I guess, a year and a half ago. Uh, We have the New York Ferry, NYC Ferry, which connects the Long Island City Pier to like even Dumbo and Greenpoint and all these different places. But... In terms of eating, there's a really nice Thai restaurant called Tuk Tuk, which is located on Vernon Boulevard. It's one of my favorite, favorite places to eat. Um, I'm also a huge fan of Shi, which is another restaurant that is uh, located in Long Island City. One of the really nice bars here is Dutch Kills Bar. Uh, which is not too far away from where I live. But it's in Long Island City, and it's kind of like a speakeasy, so it has a vibe. As well, I really like, it is the, I guess, the the Ravel, like, 808 penthouse rooftop situation thing. There's, there's a really nice rooftop bar, and it has a great view 
of Manhattan. So there are a couple, Ooh. I mean, now they think about it, everything is kind of like an eating and drinking spot, but Hey, that's, that's awesome. kind of what I do all the time. So there you yes. go. Who doesn't love to eat and drink right. in the city? It's amazing. Yes. So what do you consider a New Yorker in general? Wow. So I have to admit, Jen, when you asked me to do this, lo- the, this, this um, podcast, when you asked me to record this podcast, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not an NYC local. But the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute, I kind of am. I've lived here for nearly four years now. I am a pro at riding the subway. And um, I think that the longer I'm here and the longer I navigate the different boroughs of the city and meet different people and become more comfortable, uh, the more I consider myself a local. So... God, what was your question? Yeah. No, I'm so glad to hear it because basically a lot of people sort of like overthink it. And I also think that, you know, depending on your experiences, if you're here even a year, you can still call yourself a local. Sure. A local is living here. A native is oftentimes associated with being born here. Yes. And then a New Yorker in general is this weird term in the middle that is up for our definitions. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I yeah, it's, it's difficult to define, but I think that the definition rests within yourself. And for myself, I would definitely say that I am local to New York now. Having lived here, having, uh, you know, I pay rent here. I had my baby here, which is crazy. Like, she's a, a real New Yorker. Yes! <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that whenever we talk about being local to a place... It's really, um, it really depends on the context and it depends on your own personal feeling. So tell me more about having a baby here, how crazy that was. What, what made you choose to definitely have the baby here? So I am Canadian and my husband is German, which means that both of us are expats. None of us are from here. We have green cards. So now we're permanent residents, but um, before we were, I guess, resident aliens. <laughs> crazy terminology. Silly terms. Silly terms. But yeah, when we, you know, we got pregnant and we decided that we were going to have a baby, there was really no question that we were going to have the baby delivered in New York City. There was a lot of logistical kind of headaches uh, surrounding that simply because neither my husband or I were, were, were not citizens. But practically, it just made the most sense to have her here. I mean, we both live and work here. Uh, we know the city well. Um it just made sense to to do it here, and um, an added benefit is that she has a U.S. passport, which Amazing. we do not. So she <laughs> is the first member of our family to be American and to have a U.S. passport, which is kind of a mind blowing sort of thing. That's but exciting. yeah, I think it's just super enriching culturally. So yeah, awesome, very cool. And so, do you think that it's a city for creatives? Oh my goodness. I absolutely think that New York City is a city for creatives. I would say that my career has grown by leaps and bounds since I've been here. Um, Just kind of a short kind of summary. Uh, I used to be a French teacher. So I worked in education. I was a, a secondary school teacher for 10 years. But when I had the opportunity to move to New York with my husband, because both of us had been working overseas and he was transferred here for his job, I decided that I wanted to get out of education. I wanted to get out of teaching. And I decided that New York being, you know, a hub of media, that I would try try my hand at working, you know, full time in travel media. Um, I started out blogging, 
many years ago, just as a hobby. But as the years went on, um, that hobby kind of grew into what I call a jobby. So it was kind of like a job slash hobby. It wasn't where I was making, you know, most of my money from because I had my day job, which was teaching. But when it came time to, to move to New York, I realized that moving to the city that never sleeps, you know, moving to the iconic Big Apple, moving to a city that is just so rich in opportunity. I thought, you know what, this is the time to take the leap and to try my hand working at travel media. And since I've been here, I've connected with so many amazing creatives, including yourself, Jen. You Yay. are the I'm so best. glad I met you. Yes. So lovely and just so generous and you, you're talented. so great. And you're so <laughs> you're so smart with everything. I think you 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 don't even give yourself enough credit oh. of all the things you've done. And so yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. But you know, uh, coming to New York and being able to connect with people like yourself, people in the creative industry, people working in media and in particular travel media has been super encouraging for me as a freelancer. And has really kept me going. Obviously, as entrepreneurs working in the media space, which is sort of volatile, um, you know, when you freelance, you you don't know where that next paycheck is going to come from. And sometimes it can get really uh, discouraging. Uh, you feel as though you don't have any ideas or the ideas you have aren't good or you feel as though you're not making headway in your career. Sometimes you you just feel as though you are stuck creatively. And so connecting with other um, freelancers, entrepreneurs, creators like yourself is super great. Like, I mean, it's wonderful for the morale um, and we can obviously bounce ideas off of one another and um, just be part of this really awesome collective. Absolutely. So I love how many creatives are here and how we can all connect. How do you also recommend people uh, meet other creatives? Well, the best thing about living in New York City is that there are always, always, always media events. So if you are working um, in any sort of creative pursuit that has something to do with media, you will love New York City. And what I would highly recommend is connecting with different people like in meetup groups and like yeah. meetup.com, meetup connecting with people via Facebook groups. But for me, I would have to say that I've met most people like uh, through Instagram. Yeah. Right. Like I, I follow certain hashtags or certain accounts will pop up on my feed and then I'll get information about certain events taking place that way. Or I'm just able to um, meet like new creators yeah. that way. And then if you're feeling really, I guess, daring, I would say contact the public relations uh, agencies in the city and ask to be put on their PR list so that you can be notified of different events happening in the city at any given time. So for example, I was telling you earlier, Jen, yes. before we started recording that yeah. I got invited to an event at this really lovely rooftop bar. Yes, that um, we both want to shoot. <laughs> that we both want to shoot yes. at. And you know, the great thing is that I'm on a PR list. So I got sent this email about this event. And I think that's really the best way to, to connect with other creators in the Absolutely. city. Absolutely. Yes. And so you also have some awesome, awesome opportunities. You do a digital show for the Travel Channel. Tell us more about that. I even saw you did an awesome segment on the news recently about one of my favorite museums and other lesser known museums around the city. How do you create content for that around New York City and travel? What's your inspiration? How does that sort of work when you're working with the producers? Yes. So um, I've had some really great opportunities to do 
on-air work as a host, as a television host, as a show host. So I have two digital um, series with Travel Channel. One of them is called Big City, Little, Little Budget, which is probably the one that you're talking about. And basically, I go to cities around the U.S., you know, large metropolitan cities, and I show all of the budget things that you can do in these cities. And so we actually um, had a season that was shot in New York City, and uh, I was able to work really closely with producers and kind of pick out activities that I thought, you know, my audience would enjoy and, um, you know, kind of show them how to do things in a cheaper way because we know that New York City is very expensive or can be very expensive. I also have another digital series with Travel Channel, but that's a packing series. So yeah. it's not New York specific. Yeah. But additionally, I um, am a TV host or I'm a, a segment host for a show that's called New York Live. And that is a television show that comes on the local NBC affiliate here in New York City. And it's all about New York. It's all about all of the great things that you could do in this amazing city. And um, as a matter of fact, I'm actually filming a segment with them next week. Awesome. And um, I'm going to be uh, filming a segment about how you can go to places that um, kind of evoke France or have like a, a French flair or Parisian feel to them all without leaving New York City. So that's the other great thing about New York. Um, you, there are so many different cultures and nationalities and things like that represented here that, you know what, from borough to borough feels like you've gone to a different country. Yes. Can you give us a sneak peek of some of the French related places. Oh my goodness. So yeah. if you are in the city and you are craving some French vibes, I would definitely recommend that you go to Lafayette Bakery. Um, Balthazar Bakery is another one as well, where you can get some really nice French eats as well as Maman, M-A-M-A-N. <laughs> There's a really cool French bookstore that I'm dying to shoot, the Albertine Bookstore, oh, yes, which is uptown. on the, exactly, the yes. Upper East Side. Let's go. Um, so we're actually going to shoot there on Ooh. next Monday Amazing. Uh, for the segment, but I definitely want to go back with you and yes. take photos. Yes. Because, you know, <laughs> hashtag for the gram. Yes. Um, <laughs> and if you want to go shopping, I think I've seen this on your Instagram feed, uh, L'Appartement Cézanne. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's yeah. a, a place where you they can go always shopping. have gorgeous and like entranceway exactly. outside. Yeah, yeah, really, really pretty. So those are a few places here where you can get kind of a French flavor, so to speak. Awesome. And then one of them that I definitely remember from the segment about the museums that were lesser known, I love the New York Transit Museum. I have yes, a membership. Yes. Which were the other ones that you had on your list? Well, that one, that segment for New York Live, we only ended up doing two museums. Okay. We did the uh, New York Transit Museum and also the Skyscraper Museum, yes. which was super cool. But New York is just a city where there's so many cool and quirky things. I was in touch with the Museum of Mathematics. Yes, I love <laughs> That. But we never ended up shooting it for the segment. I'm hoping to keep that in my back pocket and mm -hmm. shoot there yeah. sometime this spring. There's the Tenement Museum. Uh, there are just so many museums beyond your typical Met yes. uh, that are really worth exploring. So I would heartily encourage anybody in the city to, you know, step outside of the box a little yeah. bit. Think outside of the box and yeah. go check out things that aren't on your typical things to do in NYC list. Awesome. And what is your favorite New York City museum? Oh my goodness. You know what? If you had I to pick one. I hate museums. <laughs> <laughs> I am a huge fan of living history. So I 
am a bit of an ethnoculturist. I like to go and do the things, you know, but going to a museum and looking at an exhibit does nothing for me. I am very much like a kinesthetic learner, very tactile. So I have to do the thing. So I'm not a huge museum fan. Okay, cut. I, I have to yeah. say, yeah. Awesome. So I won't ask you any more museum questions. <laughs> <laughs> but the New York Transit Museum was really cool it's and quite so interactive. Cool. I like that you can get on to, like, actually on the trains, yes. which is really fun. Okay, so is there a best age to be here? Ooh. You know what? I wouldn't necessarily say that there is a best age to be in order to enjoy New York City. I would probably say income level. <laughs> New York is expensive. And I think that for a lot of people, their enjoyment of the city is greatly impacted by their lack of income or, you know, their, the amount of income they have. I think that if you have a lot of money, you can have a good time in New York because there's so many experiences to be had here that are quite costly. Uh, case in point, my mother-in-law is visiting. And um, yesterday, her and my husband went to the top of the rock. Tickets to go up, just a regular ticket to go up top of the rock is $39. That's really pricey. So if you come to New York and you're on a budget and you want to have that experience, well, that's going to take a big chunk out of your spending money. And so I wouldn't say that there's necessarily an age at which you can enjoy uh, New York City the, the best. I would say that a lot of people are restricted by how much money they have, unfortunately. Totally. That definitely would impact your experience. I, I think that's a great answer. What are your, when you first came here, what were your stereotypes for New York and have you been able to prove them wrong? Oh, that's an excellent question. So I think that before coming to New York, I thought that it was extremely dirty and nasty. <laughs> It kind of is Which, in some ways. You know, I mean, it's it's not a super clean city, but I will say that there are pockets uh, that pleasantly surprise me where I'm like, oh, this is really pretty. This is really clean. This is really nice. Would I eat something off the ground if it fell? Probably not. But <laughs> I'm not totally skeeved out <laughs> walking around either. The NYC subway is really dirty. But then, you know, there are newer, cleaner stops like 34th Street, Hudson Yards, beautiful yes. station. All of those new stations uh, on the 2nd Avenue line. Yes. Really nice and fresh. So yeah, that surprised me that New York wasn't as dirty and as grim as I thought it would be. And also, I was really surprised by how kind people were. I think there's this really big stereotype, uh, probably undeserved, that New Yorkers are mean and that they aren't friendly. I have only come across really, really, really nice people. And I feel as though people here have a lot of character, especially like native New Yorkers. I, I, I'm always, I always think it's nice when I come across somebody who has like a really thick, like Brooklyn or Staten Island accent or something, but everybody is really, really nice. And that's been a joy to experience. Awesome. So when, so you've lived in Hong Kong and Toronto and now New York City and a lot of other places in between. How does this big city compare to those? Ooh, another good question. And maybe a, a question or an answer that you're not going to like. Um, so I've lived in Toronto, Hong Kong, London, New York City, obviously. And then I've lived in France and I've lived in Mexico. New York is not my favorite. That's okay. I will say. Um, 
I really adored Hong Kong and London for, I don't know, I, I feel as though New York is a really interesting city, but it's not a beautiful city. The history, it's not as historic as L- London, I for mean, example. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I think New York obviously has its its history and stuff like that. But I think just physically, it's just, it's not as beautiful a city to me. The way it's laid out, the architecture, the way the streets are. I feel as though it, it's not as beautiful as London, where the architecture is really beautiful. And then you're like on the Thames and then you, you see all of, the, um, all of the bridges and it's just architecturally, it's beautiful. There's some really gorgeous neighborhoods like Notting Hill, um, really nice outdoor markets. Um, and I feel as though New York City doesn't necessarily have that same charm. Hong Kong geographically is like an insane city. So you have this major metropolis with all these huge ass skyscrapers surrounded by nature, surrounded by rolling mountains, beautiful, lush, verdant hilltops. So again, it's very stunning um, in terms of like natural landscapes. And I feel like New York City doesn't necessarily have that either. So Uh, I'm somebody who is really, I guess, visual. Um, So New York City is not my favorite, like when it comes to aesthetics. And also, I guess, like the ease of travel. So when I lived in London and when I lived in Hong Kong, it was really super simple to hop on a plane and fly two hours to some place that was just vastly different from those cities. Whereas New York, I mean, being part of the U.S., like things, the U.S. is huge, you know, and there's an ocean separating New York from the Caribbean. Uh, So as such, it's like you got to travel a long way, (laughs) long way away to to kind of see something different. So I think that for myself, as someone who is really like into like natural landscapes and architecture and also the ability to get away and and pop around and and travel. New York is maybe not the best for those things. And it's also so expensive here like it is. It's it you do not get value for money in New York. Let's put it that way. So, so do that's you a see gripe your, of mine. Yeah, do you see yourself unfortunately I hate to ask cuz selfishly I don't want you to ever go, <laughs> but do you ever see yourself moving and and where? Well, here's the thing. I'm a bit of a rolling stone. My entire adult life, I have moved every two years. Actually, I've been in New York now for almost four years. That is the longest I've ever lived in one place in my adult life. That's huge. Yeah. Since probably about 2002, I've moved every at least two years, moved countries. So the fact that I've been in the U.S. for almost four years continuously is quite a shock to me, to be honest. But yeah, I'm a rolling stone. So I don't know, maybe I will leave. Maybe I will stay for a bit longer. Maybe I'll leave and come back. It's, it's really difficult to say, but I'm happy that I've lived here and got to experience it. And I will say that as a creative working here has been phenomenal for my career. Like, oh my gosh, I would not have been able to achieve what I've achieved if I didn't live in New York. That's awesome. That's really good to know. And then did you have any experiences where you're like, kind of like that aha moment of like you were saying with the creative thing, it's, you know, where you were like, okay, this is, I'm officially kind of welcomed into this city. This is a part of me. I'm so grateful for New York. Do you have any good stories like that? Hmm. 
Hmm. Well, definitely career-wise, I have had a number of moments where I've been like, wow, I'm so happy I live in New York because I wouldn't have had this opportunity had I not lived here. Uh, For example, I work quite a bit like as an influencer with American Express on different influencer campaigns. And I'm pretty sure that if I didn't live in New York, I wouldn't have that opportunity um, because I usually attend New York-based activations. Furthermore, being on television, you know, being able to, to shoot segments as a, as a TV host, I probably would not have had like an opportunity like this if I did not live in New York City because, you know, it's such a major media hub. So yeah, career-wise, as I said before, it's been an incredible place to live and work. But on a more personal note, I think just being able to conquer the subway. (laughs) I remember I I had my cousin visit. This was only a few months ago. She came to visit. And uh, she said to me, she said, Nika, oh my gosh. She's like, I am so impressed with how comfortable you are in the subway. She's like, I'm so confused and you get around so easily. And, And I was like, yeah, you know what? I guess that's kind of a big deal because I remember... When I used to come to New York, because I had friends living here, I remember, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I would come and visit my friends in New York, I was completely perplexed by the subway. I could not figure out the subway. So now being able to like navigate the city with relative ease, like that's actually a pretty big deal. So I'm proud of myself for that. That is huge. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. And there's certain mornings when I wake up and I'm almost like, my eyes are almost not even open and I walk to the subway entrance and I know which car to get on. And you don't even give ourselves enough credit for that. Uh, Yeah. So, okay. Are you ready for the lightning round? Ooh, yes. So this is an opportunity for me to say real real quick questions of different things and your favorites. And then you just say what pops into your mind. Great. Yes. Okay. Favorite New York City food? Ooh, Thai. Ooh, I'm so glad you didn't say pizza. (gasps) Everyone says pizza. (laughs) So tell me, why did you say Thai? I love Thai food. And there are so many authentic Thai places around, including the one just up the street from me that I go to all the time. Amazing. (laughs) I'm so glad. And then favorite dessert spot? Oh, I'm not a fan of dessert. Okay. No ice cream? No? No. Okay. No worries. Sorry. Favorite sushi spot? Because you <laughs> like sushi. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay, perfect. Awesome. And then most expensive thing you've ever eaten? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I usually eat on a budget here. Yeah. I can't think about it. But you know what? If it was really expensive, I probably didn't pay for it. That's good. Yes. <laughs> it was probably like a client lunch or something. That's the best. <laughs> it's so expensive to eat out here that I try to, like I do a lot of takeout or I eat at places where I know I'll get a good deal. Awesome. And then your least expensive meal. Ooh. Oh, 99 cent pizza, yes, obviously. Clearly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Favorite hidden gem. You said a couple in Long Island City, but do you have another mm. bar, restaurant? Could be anything. Well, it's not a bar or restaurant, but there's a massage place that I go to on Ooh. West 8th. Awesome. It's called Five Star Massage. Is it? Oh <laughs> my God, I need to go. Spa. It's yeah. incredible. That sounds awesome. Favorite place for a walk? Ooh, Long Island City Gantry State Park. Love it. With the Pepsi Cola yep. sign. Oh, totally. Gorgeous views of the city. I think it's so underrated. Not mm-hmm. enough people know about it. Um, and then favorite building in the skyline? Ooh, that's a good one. Chrysler Building. Yes. Pretty. I love the Chrysler Very Building. Pretty. I agree. Favorite park? Oh, Central Park. Yes. Cool. 
Uh, favorite bridge. Oh, favorite bridge. Yeah. Huh. Manhattan Bridge. It's pretty. Ooh, why Manhattan Bridge? Manhattan Bridge, that's the blue one that you can take the yeah. photo from uh, Water and Washington Street. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yep, yep. That Dumbo shot that Super everyone pretty. gets. Oh, my gosh. So true. I feel like most people say Brooklyn Bridge, so I'm glad to hear that you're not saying Brooklyn Bridge. Changing it up. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I guess it's nice to walk across. I've never walked across the Manhattan Bridge, but it's just aesthetically, it's like blue. I don't know. Yeah. And it's another great one to walk across because you get good views of Chinatown. Right. I've never walked across. That's something I need. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So favorite public piece of art? Oh. Could be graffiti, street art. Yeah. I was just thinking of cool street art that I like, but it's painted over all the time. There's a, there's like a mural. There was like a Where's Waldo mural at like Mott Street, but it's no longer there. It was only a limited edition mural Ah. and then they covered over it. So yeah, it is always changing. That's a good point. Um, do you have a favorite subway station? Ooh, I mean, Grand Central, that's not it could count because the subway goes to it. Okay. It goes to like the Grand Hall. It's a, it's a terminal. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not like the actual subway. Yeah. Hmm. But I think it counts. Yeah. What, what are my some other, of the other th- yeah, people My said? other favorites are Oculus because it's just crazy. But you see, but that's not a subway station. It is though. It's Fulton. technically. Yeah, Fulton. The whole. Okay, then I would yeah. say I would say Fulton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that, that terminal, that's like the path. Yes. Totally like brand new. Yeah, I mean, I love gorgeous. that. Gorgeous. Definitely yeah. need to shoot there again. Yes. And I also love the American Museum of Natural History subway station with all the decorations. I it's guess like so. Really I used to go there quite often because my doctor's office was, oh, yeah. was there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So favorite neighborhood, I'm assuming. Hmm. Favorite neighborhood. Oh, Midtown. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Wait. Yeah, totally. Most people most people avoid Midtown. Why Midtown? Oh, no. I love Midtown. You know, you know why I love Midtown? Because that for me is the New York City of film and television. Ooh, and yeah. so tell me more about that. So when you first saw New York City, it was in film and television. Exactly. What did you... So you see the yellow cabs, you see the skyscrapers, you see Park Avenue, you see Fifth Avenue. And so for me, you know, Times Square, for me, that was always New York. I didn't know about like Upper East. I didn't know about any of those things. Yeah. I knew about Midtown Manhattan. And where did you learn it from? Which shows? Uh, just... You know, typical movies, whatever, rom-com or not necessarily a television show, but just in general, like when things are happening in New York, for me, like one of the things that I picked up on as a kid growing up would be like the yellow cabs and uh, like the the streetscapes of Midtown Manhattan. Absolutely. Do you have a favorite celebrity sighting here? Oh, (laughs) I actually uh, spotted, I actually have two. Number one was at Columbus Circle. I was walking, I guess, down 8th Avenue, and um, I saw someone in this, like, fancy car, and people were kind of stopped in the street talking to this person, and I realized it was Tracy Morgan. Wow. He was, like, in this, like, really fancy car, uh, pumping, like, music. (laughs) And then the other celebrity sighting that I found quite funny was I was walking across across the street and I saw this very tall black gentleman and he was really, really tall. And I was like looking at him and we kind of did the nod, like the black people nod because we like we're both black. So we like acknowledged each other. (laughs) And it was only when I was walking away that I realized that it was Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. 
That's epic. And I was just like, this black man is really tall. And then I realized, oh, it's Shaquille O'Neal. And then I realized he was walking out of this fancy watch shop and then going into this fancy hotel. It was on, um, I think it was like 57th between, I want to say, Park and like Madison or something like that. So I can't remember where. Wow. He, oh, he was he was leaving Jacob the jeweler, <laughs> which is like a very like famous jeweler, like wow. amongst like hip hop artists and like sports stars. And then he was going into some fancy hotel, but I don't remember which hotel it was, but it was like on East 57th Street yeah. or something wow. like that. Yeah. Wow. And then um, do you have a fav- famous New Yorker in general? No, I don't actually. No, no worries. Um, do you have a favorite uh, New York City song? <laughs> New York. New York State of Mind. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was so good. Oh my gosh. Keep singing. You're good singing. Alicia Keys with the remix. The remix. I that love song. that remix too. It's also great. Okay. Um, favorite free thing to do? Ooh. Well, walk around Times Square. I'm such yeah. a sucker for yeah. that. I love Times Square. I love the energy of being around there. Yeah. Um, and then favorite expensive thing to do? Facial. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good, that's a good answer. Any Treat yourself. <laughs> yes. Any favorite places to go? Uh, I go to this place, uh, in Midtown. Well, it's very close to Bryant Park and it's called Moonflower Spa. I actually Ooh. just went like a week and a half ago. Awesome. Very good. Favorite season in New York? Ooh, I would say summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. I like it. Advice for anyone getting a job here? Ooh, come with money saved up. <laughs> Lots of it. Um, and don't get caught up when you're looking for accommodation because housing is going to be your largest expense. It's okay to live outside of Manhattan. It's okay to live outside of Brooklyn. Like if you need to save money, go live in New Jersey, go live in like Astoria, Queens or like Forest Hill, Queens, live in the Bronx you know, get your finances together because if you don't have your finances together in New York, you won't last very long. It's an expensive city. So if you want to make it here, if you want to stay here, um, I would highly recommend, especially if you're, you know, just kind of looking for a job, keep an eye on your, on your finances and try to budget accordingly. That is great advice. Where's your favorite neighborhood you've ever lived? No, you've only lived in Long Island City. I've only ever lived in Long Island City and I can't picture myself living anywhere else. That's awesome. I don't want to live anywhere else in New York. That is awesome. And describe your dream New York City apartment. Ooh. My dream New York City apartment would, hmm, it would be in Midtown Manhattan, probably like Bryant Park, because I love that area. It would have three bedrooms. It would be all brand new with beautiful mahogany wood floors. I would have at least two bathrooms and it would obviously have a doorman. There would be a really nice state-of-the-art gym and it would have an indoor pool. I would love to have an indoor pool. That sounds like a great apartment. I would love to have an indoor pool. I can't wait to visit you soon. Uh Next year. (laughs) Hopefully it'll happen. Craziest thing you've ever seen in New York? Hmm. Well... I've seen things that are quite vulgar. <laughs> Feel like free. People relieving themselves in yeah. the subway. Ugh. Which, yeah. Yeah. Not really great. It's but. not great. Have you ever been scammed or robbed in New York? I've never been scammed or robbed in New York. Awesome. Knock on wood. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's such a stereotype. That's that, such a stereotype. Yeah. I feel very safe in New York. I have never felt unsafe in New York City. Same. I will tell you that. 
I feel safer here than a lot of places I travel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then what's the craziest thing you've ever done in New York? Had a baby. Yes. That's <laughs> a Given huge... Given birth. That's a huge adventure. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, my gosh. And what do you wish was different about New York City? I wish that New York City wasn't so expensive, and I wish that it wasn't as cold. If New York did not have a winter, I would probably live here forever and ever. <laughs> Everyone would. We'd be, we'd be even... Yeah. More summer packed. in the city on the rooftops? Ooh, yes. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. So summer is your favorite season. So yes. where where do we go in the summer? Ooh, for a good rooftop? Yeah. Press lounge. Ooh, where's Press that lounge. One? And that is in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I haven't so been to that So it's very one. west. I would say it's probably at about 11th and 48th. That's awesome. Something like that. Beautiful, beautiful views. Oh my gosh. Unobstructed. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And 2.30 on 5th, that's cute too. Yeah. Yeah. Like exactly. That. It's like, it's a little bit more well-known, mm-hmm. so it's sometimes Skylark. it's too busy. I, like Skylark. I love Skylark. Mm-hmm. Love it. That's a fave of mine. Monarch, I like as yes, well. Yes, that's a yeah. good one. And those are probably yeah. my top. Those are great. So any last words of inspiration to people who are looking to move here, visit here? Why come to New York? Honestly, I would say just come to New York and try it out for yourself. It's an iconic city. People love or hate New York for a reason. Uh, And any place that polarizes people so much is an interesting place that you need to come and experience for yourself. I like that. I really like that. Amazing. And you've lived here for four years more than any other city in your adult life. So you are a local and like, yeah, I, oh my gosh, I'm so, so glad to talk to you. So good. Um, Where do, where do, where does everyone find you? Okay, so you can find me on social media. So on Instagram, at Onika Traveler, uh, and that's Traveler with two L's. So O-N-E-I-K-A-T-R-A-V-E-L-L-E-R. Awesome. And thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yay. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast for more NYC resources like eBooks and videos visit nyclocalguides.com. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.